Hello, neighbor. This Thanksgiving. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. A beautiful day for a neighbor. Based on the true story of the friendship between Mr. Rogers and a cynical journalist. You love broken people like me. Sometimes we have to ask for help, and that's okay. Starring Tom Hanks and Matthew Reese. A beautiful day in the neighborhood. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. In theaters November 22nd. For tickets and showtimes, go to resources.abeautifulday.movie. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. Hey friends, Felice Gerwitz here. Welcome to the Few Minutes with God podcast. Uh, you can find today's show notes for episode 115, Faithful Families, at a few minutes with God podcast.com. As we approach what is considered a season of joy, we're in the autumn months as I am recording this. So uh, with upcoming Thanksgiving and Christmas and you know, New Year's, we have all of these joyous expectations, don't we? And sometimes when we look at our families, we find things that are far from joyful. You know, all we can see are the issues. And, you know, what can we do when loved ones um, who maybe have left their faith or who are struggling need encouragement and prayer? You know, or maybe your loved ones have let you down. Well, in this episode, we're going to discuss faith from the standpoint of putting God first above all else and some things that, you know, we can strive for. It doesn't always uh, happen the way we we want life to be, obviously, um, but there are so many things that can happen by the grace of God. I want to thank our sponsor, Sony Affirms Films, and the movie, A Beautiful Day. It's a abeautifulday.movie. Uh, you can see the trailer. I had the privilege of getting to see this movie um, early on, um, and it really touched me, and it really talks to what we're discussing today in the fact that even broken families can have healing. And this story um, is a story of redemption and what love can do uh, to bring healing uh, to the broken. You know, we know the importance of faithful families, but how can we accomplish this in our broken world? I mean, we are constantly being sabotaged. I don't need to tell you, uh, you know, and go through everything, but the media, education systems, it may not align to what we would teach our kids. Um, you know, we're, we're just bombarded. But God created perfection. After each day of creation, he said, it is good. But after he created man on the sixth day, he said, it is very good. You know, yes, Adam and Eve turned their back, and they're our first parents, and and by way of, uh, you know, adoption um, into the kingdom of heaven as as we were, you know, we also have that stain of sin, an original sin. But I want to believe in the goodness of man. I want to believe that there are people 
uh, that God has called, and it may be each one of you listening today, that God has called you in some way to some actionable event, whether it is, you know, helping a neighbor or smiling at a friend at church or, you know, just whatever that is, we all in our own, you know, brokenness can still help others. And, you know, I'm the perfect case in point. My life isn't perfect, but, you know, week after week, I create podcasts because I feel that, you know, God is using me to encourage you. And that's what I hope to do today. And there's only one person that won't let you down. And that person is Almighty God. The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians uh, 13, and I'm just going to read you a portion of this, you know, and it, it basically says, you know, if God gives us everything, but we don't have love, it profits, profits us nothing. You know, it starts, if I speak with the tongues of men, of angels, but do not have love, I have become a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and know all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to move mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. And if I give all my possessions to feed the poor, and if I surrender my body to be burned, but do not have love, it profits me nothing. And it goes on. You know, Genesis 1, 27, 28, God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created them male and female. He created them. God blessed them and God said, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and so on. And so, you know, when we read these scriptures, you know, one about love and one about, you know, being fruitful, um, you know, we feel sometimes overwhelmed. First Corinthians 13 tells us we must love. And if we don't have love, you know, we're, we're just useless. You know, anything we do is going to be of nothing. And if we have faith to move mountains, but don't have love again, you know, it's not going to profit us. Uh, and Genesis tells us to be fruitful and multiply. So we have love and we have a family, husband, wife, kids, in-laws, brothers, sisters, parents, godparents, grandparents, extended family and friends. And life gets messy. We mess up. Not just once, but many times we get upset because of what we believe the ideal is and should be. What we see on television or movies or novels or our best friend's marriage, we always think the other person has it together. We always think the other person's doing much better than we are. We always think that that other person is a better parent, a better person, a better everything. Don't believe it. It's a lie. I want to do an entire episode upcoming on the lies we tell ourselves. But in a nutshell, my eyes were opened in the weirdest of all places, and it was a marketing class that I was taking. And they talked about lies that we tell ourselves, right? But one of the things they said that really resonated with me is, if you're the author of the lie, because we're telling ourselves these things, right? We can change the script because we're the author. So change it. Believe that God doesn't create junk. God is amazing. He's all-powerful. He's wonderful. He is such a gentleman because he allows us free wills. We're not puppets. God gives us that free will. And since we have this free will, we have the free will to love our families, even if there is a mess. We keep wanting to change people, not into God's image, but into our own image. And that's, my friends, where we have issues. 
We know the importance of family. Families are like a microcosm of the Holy Spirit. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph were the exemplary family. But can you imagine the hardships they had? You know, people didn't believe uh, that, that Mary was, you know, had, had, had a child with Joseph, right? They didn't know. And there was suspicions. And, you know, people probably looked down at them. And then even when Jesus went back to his hometown, they didn't believe he was a prophet. You know, there, there, there was problems from outside, even with the Holy Family. So sometimes if you think you're maligned or people don't understand you or, you know, pe- people out there are unforgiving, just remember that even Jesus, Mary, and Joseph went through hardships. We are on a special mission as apostles. God can use us. He can use us in a mighty way. Do we listen to what the Lord is telling us and apply it first to our lives and then to others? Remember, what do they tell you on an airplane? Put on your own oxygen mask first so that you can help others. If you've passed out, how can you help anyone else? It's very important. We are laborers. We are workers. And it is up to the Lord to harvest. Some people carry around guilt about the status uh, as a family or, you know, um, having a faithful family. Sometimes people use that, you know, um, you know, oh, yes, all my kids love the Lord and all of my kids attend church and all of my kids, they're just so great. Well, of course, we're proud of our children and we're happy for their accomplishments, but it is the grace of God. That is why your kids are doing what they're doing. Yes, the ideal is perfection, but there is no perfection this side of heaven. There just isn't. It is up to God to reap the seeds we plant. Sure, we can plant them. We can tell our children about the Lord. We can live lives that are an example. But it is up to our children to follow, especially when they get to the age of reason where they know right from wrong, good from bad. Does that mean we just abandon them? No, of course not. We continue to plant those seeds. I know some of you may have come from broken homes or homes that lacked love or awful things that happened in the past, but all good things come from God, and we need to pray for those who have hurt us and let it go. Forgiveness is very difficult, you know, and only the Lord can bring that forgiveness in our hearts. If you have trouble forgiving, I have a couple of episodes on a few minutes with God on this topic. And, um, you know, I recommend that you go listen to those because we can't heal without forgiving. And, and sometimes it can keep us in bondage. And so it's very important. And we've all struggled with forgiveness, no matter who you are. We have to pray and let go. That was something I got from the Lord a couple of weeks ago. Pray and let go of it. We want to pray and hold on. We want to pray and say, Lord, do it according to our will, not your will. You know, Lord, I'm praying to you and I want this, this, and this. You know, sometimes we have to learn how to pray and it's difficult. You know, your will be done, Lord. Faithful families require work. It takes time to pull out the Bible. It takes time to read stories to our children about holy men and women of God. It takes time to look for mentors. It takes time, 
you know, to lead something at your church or bring your kids to a good church with a good group and a good pastor. And we must pray, pray, pray. I remember sending my kids to uh, religious education at church, and they would come away, you know, telling me things that, um, you know, that nobody really understood anything, and they were answering all these questions. And I would just say to them, you know what, that's okay. Maybe in your knowledge, and you will be able to help others. And it didn't mean that I sat back and just gave my kids over to the church and that they were going to educate. No, we started our education at home. We started reading the Bible at an early age. We started with, you know, memorization work and, and learning prayers and being able to teach our kids every single day. We started on our knees and we started with prayer. And, um, you know, many times in the evening we would get on our knees and that's how we would pray at night. And, you know, we had, we had to remember that, you know, mom and dad aren't perfect. And if we messed up, we apologize to our kids. How are they going to learn to forgive if we can't ask for their forgiveness? Remember, God has this, no matter what this is. If we are faithful and keep our eyes on Jesus, it's difficult to see the faults in others. You know, I can give you a list, and I will, of, of ways that you can encourage your family. And, you know, I, I'm going to have these in the show notes. But the best way, friends, is through example. Are we making God the Lord of our homes? Are we prioritizing prayer morning and evening? You know, are we praying at meals even when we go out? You know, are we discussing God and faith as a family? And when all else fails, do we pray? Do we pray together as a family? That is important. Those are the things that transcend, you know, anyone who's listening anywhere in the world. These are things you can do. These are things that we need to start at home. You know, sometimes we want to go help other people, but we need to start with our own family and our own needs. I remember when my kids were little and I was volunteering all over the place. And finally, my husband was wise enough to say that, you know, I needed to prioritize in our home. And I did. And what a difference that made. Our kids need us present, not present in, you know, looking at our social media.